everyone. This is Elizabeth Carlyle on Heal Yourself Naturally with Ayurveda. Thank you for joining me today. Discussion today is on the thyroid gland, specifically regarding hypothyroidism and hyperthyroidism. Thyroid disease is a common problem in the U.S. We have an estimated 20 million people with thyroid issues in the U.S. alone. Women are five to eight times more likely than men to have thyroid problems. Additionally, even one in eight women is likely to develop a thyroid condition sometime in her life. Thyroid disorders also go undetected in as many as 60% of those who develop the disease. And why is this? What is the issue in the thyroid gland causing a problem in so many lives? Well, we are going to dive deeper into this issue today. Let's start with looking at the thyroid gland itself to try and understand its value and its impact on our body. The thyroid is a small butterfly-shaped gland in the lower middle of the neck. It makes the thyroid hormones that regulate the metabolism and body weight. It also regulates heartbeat, hair growth, and the movement through the intestines. The thyroid hormones regulate our energy levels. It also regulates estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, and even cortisol. Often menstrual irregularities can be attributed to low thyroid hormones. Sometimes we see that depression and anxiety can result from thyroid disorders. Brain fog, which is something I often hear from patients, and this is a lack of clarity in thought processes, can be indicative of low thyroid activity. I like to take note of the body temperature The basal body temperature is a good indicator as to how well the thyroid is operating. The body temperature is regulated by the thyroid. So if the body temperature is consistently low, say around 90 or below, or even lower consistently, this may indicate low thyroid function. Normal temperature is 97.7 to 99.5. Our body temperature varies throughout the day. 
so best to take it at different times for several days in a row. Most thyroid function testing today is inadequate. Sometimes levels read as normal. This is why your body is the best diagnostician. Watching for consistent signs is a good indicator. Signs for hyperthyroidism include fast heart rate, maybe palpitations, weight loss, tremors, fatigue, sometimes edema or swollen ankles. But these should not be the only indicators because these factors can be the result of other issues. So we look for a number of signs. Hypothyroidism can show up through weight gain, slow speech, slow heart rate, lethargy, dry skin, a puffy face and eyes, and a dull facial expression, even menorrhagia. In both cases of hyper and hypo, we see a situation of low immunity. So enhancing the immunity through food and lifestyle is a priority. And I will go into that following what I believe to be the underlying problem of thyroid disorders. If we are familiar with treatments from an Ayurvedic perspective, the basic principle is always treating the main cause of the problem. When dealing with the thyroid and thyroid disorders, I believe it is always associated psychologically with a lack of self-expression. Withholding, speaking one's truth, and expressing it to the world is the problem. The thyroid is in the location of the throat chakra. That chakra is associated with creativity and self-expression. If we choose not to express what is truly, what we truly feel about our life and our experiences, our feelings towards ourselves and others, we are suffocating figuratively our natural creativity, our natural ability to express our truest selves. If one has thyroid issues, this must be addressed in order to free oneself from further thyroid challenges. Be confident, be assured in saying 
what you truly feel and express those feelings to the individuals who are important in your life. Don't suppress your natural expression. Only then will you be free to be who you truly are. The authentic you. With that said, how do we address these thyroid imbalances and enhance thyroid function? I know many people are on thyroid medication, but I will offer more natural ways of addressing these imbalances. I believe the body can naturally heal itself, and we want to give it the opportunity to do just that. Hyperthyroidism, from the Ayurvedic perspective, is an issue of excess stimulation. Therefore, the patient must learn to slow down, relax more, Excess motion is depleting, and fatigue is often the result. Those with hyperthyroidism find it difficult to slow down, to rest more, to refrain from stimulating activities, but this is precisely what is necessary. It is beneficial to increase intake of certain foods that suppress the thyroid function because of its overactivity. And those foods are cruciferous vegetables, such as radish, broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, kale, cabbage, and arugula. Hyperthyroidism, if left unchecked, will eventually lead to hypothyroidism or the lower functioning of the thyroid gland. Hypothyroidism is much more common than hyperthyroidism. Iodine deficiency is another cause of hypothyroidism. So more iodine should be introduced to the body. The body does not produce iodine. It must be introduced into the body. I don't advise taking synthetic iodine. It is easy to overdose. The best method of getting sufficient amounts of iodine is to eat it. Foods high in iodine include cow's milk, cheese, seafood, eggs, cranberries, and yogurt. Kombu and kelp are sea vegetables that contain good amounts of iodine. We don't 
want to eat the cruciferous veggies if we have hypothyroidism because they serve to decrease thyroid function. What about iron? Low iron prevents proper thyroid function. Iron carries oxygen to the cells. The thyroid cannot work well without adequate amounts of oxygen. I frequently recommend blackstrap molasses, full of vitamins and minerals. This is a fabulous way to provide those necessary supplements to the body. One teaspoon of blackstrap molasses per day is wonderful. Also providing good iron are raisins, prunes, dates, and figs. And cooked beets are so wonderful in many ways. Magnesium is vital to the functioning of the thyroid gland. Proper absorption of magnesium will help prevent hyperthyroidism. 90% of us are deficient in magnesium. I happen to experience twitching of the eyes and facial muscles as well as that typical charley horse in the legs when I am deficient in magnesium. With low magnesium levels, the thyroid function is impaired because we need that magnesium in order to absorb iodine. So what depletes magnesium in the body? Alcohol, excess sugar, soft drinks, raw greens, cocoa, and black or cacao and black tea. Whereas cooked greens are high in magnesium. What else is high in magnesium? Walnuts, almonds, figs, avocado, raisins, and sweet potato, to name a few. One caveat here. Take magnesium chloride, and you want it to be magnesium chloride in transdermal form. And what does that mean? Applied directly to the skin. It is best taken this way because taken orally, taking magnesium capsules or pills orally is very hard for the body to assimilate. I happen to use ancient minerals, magnesium chloride, in a spray form that I can simply spray on the limbs of the body, and they're immediately absorbed through the skin. Selenium is another vital mineral 
to take in food. Vital again to thyroid function. The body does not make selenium. Personally, I eat just three raw Brazil nuts daily to receive these adequate amounts of selenium. It's my favorite. I love it. You can also get selenium from nuts, seeds, and eggs, turkey, and chicken. Selenium is necessary to absorb that magnesium, so you must have it. Zinc is also essential to ensure the synthesis of thyroid hormones. You can get zinc from beans, nuts, chicken, whole grains, and dairy. Other vitamins to include are vitamin A from carrots, sweet potatoes, butter, ghee, eggs, and whole milk. Another important vitamin is vitamin B12 from chicken, turkey, fish, milk, and eggs. And of course, vitamin D from sun exposure. Sardines are a great source of vitamin D. Also tuna and trout. As I mentioned previously, both hyper and hypothyroidism, we need to enhance and protect the ogis. And what is ogis? That is the vital life sap of the body. This is most important as it is also addressing the personal self-expression. Expressing our true self Ogis is enhanced by rest, by taking adequate amounts of ghee and milk, by loving and supporting the self and the body. My affirmation for today, I speak my own truth with love and care for myself. I speak my own truth with love and care for myself. Thank you so much for listening. Please join me again next week. And if you have any questions or comments, please visit my Facebook page, Healing-Ayurveda. Thank you and blessings. Mm-hmm.